0: Jay complaining about the break music. I got Brendan M. Complaining about the break graphics. So I love it, man. I love it. The fact that you guys care is what means most to me. So I'm gonna start going through these questions, guys. Again, you're on YouTube. You can so show love to the show uh, through you or su- uh, super chat, super stickers. If you want to support the business, support the content, support the channel, support everything we do. Also, join the Big Cock Club today. Patreon.com/slash Big Cock Club the best Cox community on the internet. Let's get into, again, your questions. Um, I'm going all the way back to the beginning. Let's see. Bruin Nation says, they're about to pass us and we'll still be sitting here debating on if he's the guy or not. I think if we lose in regionals after collapsing the way we did, we make the change. Bruin Nation, I agree with you 110%. Joseph says, you can't get rid of Mark Kingston when you've got all the young talent that we have unless you make it coach. Lee. Now, I will say this. I completely disagree. I, 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 if things, if big if, and I hate to even speak on it, but if things go south, if things go sideways, I would not go with Monty Lee as the head coach. As much as I like Monty Lee, guys, can you imagine the, the, just the look of, Firing Kingston, but hiring the coach that just got fired from Clem Sucks. And now because they've gotten rid of him and gotten a new head coach, look at where Clem Sucks baseball is right now. I I you just can't do that. I I don't see that happening. I would not, I would not advocate for that move. Tyler Knowles says, Everybody's panicking, relax. There's still a lot of ball left to be played. The injuries they've had hurt immensely. We'll be all right. Let it play out and pass judgment. When it's over, Joseph says Gamecock fans should be thrilled. A lot to take away from the Arkansas series. I feel great again going into Tennessee. Travis said definitely more encouraging this past weekend. I mean, dude, I'll tell you this. Like, am I frustrated? Sure, but I feel confident. I actually really feel confident going into this week. Now, guys, as we know, things can change quickly. So I'll just tell you right now, you go out there and you go two and two or worse this week. I don't know how good I'm feeling, right? I don't know how good I'm feeling. But I feel like coming back home to the friendly confines, I understand, I understand you were just at Founders Park and you lost your midweek to North Florida. I get it. But I think coming home, not trying to spoil any predictions, I think this team is going to play much, much, much better at the friendly confines on the home front than we saw over the last couple of weekends on the road. I I really do, and I think this team backs against the wall, will play much better baseball. Lynn Turner says, Get into Omaha's tougher than people seem to think. Ask Tennessee 2022 and 2021. There are some really spoiled Gamecock fans. Baseball is streaky. Pitching seems to be coming back together. I agree. It was really, really good over the weekend. I think that is something that's really encouraging as well. Ethan says, If we take two out of three against Tennessee, I think that can give us confidence going into postseason and getting healthier. No doubt. Yeah. And I mean, listen, if you take two out of three, you'll finish your final six SEC games at a three and three clip. You sweep Tennessee, you finish four and two. That's the dream scenario. And what I said, guys, before, if you go four and two or your last six SEC games, I think you'll be back top eight national seed. I think a top eight national seed is still in play for South Carolina. I really do. I think it's still in play. Absolutely. Brian Dean says, to win one out of three in Fayetteville where the Hogs do not lose, it was impressive. Once we get our players acclimated back in the lineup, I expect to see the Gamecocks we saw at the beginning of the year. Yeah, Brian, I mean, you got to think again. They had lost one SEC game the entire season at Baum Walker Stadium. One. They had lost one. So, you got to keep that perspective. Brian Dean on the football side of things. Even though Diggs is from Louisiana, I hear he's leaning towards us. Because if we get the Diggs, he will be the starter in game one. Brian, I don't know who you heard that from. I hope that's true, but I I can tell you this. I think absolutely Logan Diggs. I mean, they they wouldn't just hand him the job. He'd have to earn it. But I I think it would be a safe bet that Logan Diggs would be your starter in the first game of the 2023 season. No question. No question. Brian Dean says Veach should be our closer. Well, Brian Dean, the good news is this. Veach is our closer. Is our closer. Brian Dean says he's got a friend who is huge in counter sports. His mom loved the USC visit and what Coach Beamer had to say. All right. Jacob E says Sanders is just in his head. He threw carefree as a freshman and was great. I, I agree. Listen, I I, I agree, Jacoby. I think it is, I think it is more than anything him being in his own head. Bruin Nation says seventy percent voted yes on my Twitter poll question. He should be fired <clears throat> if we lose in regionals. Bruin Nation, that should be hundred percent. I mean, I, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not budging off what I said in the preseason. Supers or bust. End of story. End of story. That's it. Here's a really intriguing question. Will Hall says, I wonder if Sanders may decide to come back for his senior year if his draft status falls enough. Dude, that's a great question. Because i tell you this. <clears throat> I'll tell you this. I thought Will Sanders was gone this entire time. And I know that the baseball draft is a weird thing. It's a weird thing, right? Very weird thing. But to think Will Sanders is going to take the next step, he's going to jump to the next level after this season, it, it's just, it's tough to fathom almost. You know, it, it, it's tough to fathom. I don't know. <clears throat> I really don't know. Your, your guess is as good as mine in regards to what is he going to do. Uh, Jacob B says, if we didn't fire him after last season, he like, we we'll not get fired to this season. Again, it all depends on how this weekend goes. SEC tournament in the postseason. I think he's earned another year. Jacob B, again, you hit the nail on the head. It all comes down to the postseason, truly. Again, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. 3377 The phone lines are open. They are open. If you guys want to discuss what happened over the weekend, give your thoughts, your reactions, all that good stuff. Ethan says, should we be at all concerned that we're putting all our eggs in the dig's basket at running back? I mean, Ethan, are we putting all of our eggs in there? I mean, I think we're just trying to get a really good player. And I'm sure, I'm sure they have backup plans, Ethan. I'm sure they do, but I mean, can you blame them for, for trying their hardest to land this kid? M. Colt says if we make it to the Supers, we have to keep the coaching staff. I agree. That's, yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer. That's a given. In my opinion, it's a given. Lynn Turner says, How many teams do you know who could weather three to four starters out for an extended period of time? We've had some unfortunate hit-by-pitch injuries and a first baseman injured in a collision. We have had some bad luck, Lynn. The injuries have hurt us. Two of our three from our starting rotation are gone, are not in the rotation right now. So we've dealt with adversity, no doubt. And hopefully, the hope is now, you've gotten most of those guys back. What happens to Will McGillis? I have no idea, but it was a nice sight to see Braylon Wimmer back in the lineup, who I thought had a good weekend. It was nice to see Talmadge LeCroy back in the lineup. Your defense gets set back to normal because the return will tip it back in the lineup. So I think that certainly is going to help. Certainly going to help. Let's see. Continuing the questions. Continuing... The question, Jeff Gulledge says, you know, I hate to be that guy or I have to be that guy, but instead of changing the break graphics, it could be a good promo spot and sponsor ad. Jeff Gulledge, you're 110% correct. That's something we're working on. It's a great spot. I mean, they serve as commercials. No doubt. Ruination says Missouri will finish at seven and they will somehow beat us. (laughs) You might be right, which is sad. Twisted Rooster heard a Utah fan crying about the trash talk he heard at the Swamp last year. How will the fans of Texas and Oklahoma handle these SEC atmospheres? It's a great question, Twisted Rooster. I think it's going to be awesome, and I'm sure they're excited. I'm sure they're fired up as well. I think it's going to be an incredible thing. I, I really do. I, it's it's just going to make the the, the it's going to make the conference even better. It's going to make the game. It, it, I mean. Who else, I mean, are you, I mean, I can't wait until South Carolina plays Texas and Oklahoma. And not just in football, all the sports. Jeff Gulland says calling it now will upset Georgia and lose to Mizzou again. Madison Duncan got the grass cut. Just tuning in, Madison, what's going on? Appreciate you. Madison says, can't wait to support my new TSUS threads against the 49ers fight win. Love that, Madison. Have fun tomorrow night. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Madison got into the uh, the golf polos. Really good stuff. Love it. Travis says, great to see Baum Walker in person. Hope you had fun. Joseph says, I'm not saying to hire Lee. I'm saying he's the only one who can convince these young guys to stay. Joseph, that's really the kicker. You want to talk about the kicker, my friend? Let's say the Gamecocks do make the Supers, right? Let's say the Gamecocks make the Supers. And again, I I want your participation here. You can call in, you can text in, you can comment, whatever you want to do. Let's say the Gamecocks make the Supers, lose in the Super Regionals. I think that'll be enough. I think that'll be enough to keep Mark Kingston in Columbia for at minimum another year. Monty Lee is going to be a hot commodity after this season for the job he's done as an assistant coach. I think that makes sense. How will fans feel if after this season, again, you go to the Super Regionals, you get eliminated, but Monty Lee takes a job over the summer? How will fans feel going into 2024? I feel like a lot of the same frustrations or doubts, if you will, about Kingston and his program, I think those will all come rushing back to the forefront. Because I think a lot of people, A lot of people give Monty Lee the credit for this season. I mean, you've seen it just in this season, guys. When Carolina was 34-6, and it's all Monty Lee. And when Carolina loses 8-9, it's all Mark Kingston. I, I mean, you're seeing it firsthand, man. You're seeing it firsthand. Bruin Nation's got a prediction here. I'm calling it now: two and two this week, zero and two in the tournament, and one and two in regionals, and done. Woo, Bruin Nation! Oh my goodness, Bruin Nation! There's going to be some changes if that happens. There's going to be some upset. Y- yours truly is going to be pissed off. I tell you that right now, Bruin Nation. Yours truly going to be pissed off. From nation, supers are bust for me. It has been all year. Same. Jeff Gula says, "Did we pick up a welcome home over the weekend? Did we? I don't think we did." Travis says, "If we take two or three from Tennessee and we make a decent run at Hoover, do we get out, get our top eight national seed back?" Travy, I think some of it will have to do with what the teams ahead of us do. We need to be North Carolina fans this weekend as they take on Clemson. There's some other teams ahead of South Carolina. You got to hope they lose. I think it's possible. I think if you go three and one this week, two of three from Tennessee, I think you'll have to win a couple in Hoover. But I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Urban Nation, what I've seen the last three weeks, it's hard not to expect a regional loss. I hear you. Scott Lawson, happy birthday to Scott Lawson. It's my birthday foo's. Erting Iris says, the break music is good. Thank you. M. Duncan, Madison. Gamecocks on the upswing following the weekend. Momentum builder for sure. Okay. So Madison's right there. Nation and John Edward going at in the comments. Love to see it. Guys, hey, we've entered hour number three for the first time ever. First time ever. We're in hour number three. Those in the Big Cock Club Discord, by the way, leave your questions in the TDC question channel. We'll get those there. Uh, Greg Bedinger, we are ranked 13th in the D1 Baseball Top 25 this week. Brennan M comments and says, Mark Kingston is killing what Monty Lee builds. God. <laughs> oh, jeez, Guys, we've been live for over two hours. Not a single call has come in. You believe that? Not a single call. Just comment. And comments, hey, if we just want to do comments, comments are fine. Comments are just fine with me. Totally fine with that. Joseph says, give us NCAA football back. I'm ready for it, man. Hey, think about this. The season simulation series will start soon, Joseph. Travis says, what's Charlotte's record now? Great question. Great question, which we will talk more about that, Travi, since since we've got these topics, right? The, the, The format of the Daily Crow. Tomorrow, I'll do a full breakdown on Charlotte in the midweek game. I will do a full breakdown on that. Um, you know, go through kind of how I used to break down midweek games. I mean, it's funny we're doing that the final midweek game. But kind of how I used to break down midweek games, I'll give you guys an idea of who's pitching for both sides and what Charlotte looks like, record stats, all that good stuff. So, GA says, it feels like the 10 to 12 shows from the beach. GA, are you saying that in a positive, in a negative did you like those shows? Did you dislike those shows? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Brendan says, when is home, Homie Lamont Enjoyer calling in our guy Dalton? Is Dalton going to call in today? Good question. Good question. Will Hall says, generally curious as I don't know with NIL being a thing, are they planning to bring back the NCAA football video games? I'm out of the loop on that. If it's been talked about, yes, Will, yes, yes. That game was supposed to drop this summer. It sounds like now it's going to be next summer, next summer. So the game is coming back, though. I don't know exactly how they're how they're doing it. I don't think every team is going to be in the game. Will that's the thing? I don't think every team is going to be in there. They have to like sign off on it. But I mean, dude, if if your team's not in the game, like if your if your school's not willing. To make that happen? Damn, I almost want to say find a different team. Saturday down south just dropped their updated SEC baseball power rankings. Gamecocks at number six right now, which is really interesting. Seeing that Kentucky's at seven and Kentucky swept Carolina. Even I think that's a little bit absurd, but whatever. Arkansas at number one, by the way. Let's see. Madison says, I'm with you on the bad luck interviewing during the game. Funny you mentioned is the bad luck was happening real time. Yeah. Gage Wood. I mean, we, need, we needed a Gage Wood interview, and we didn't get one. Unfortunately, we didn't get one. Unfortunately, we did not get one. We got BDD in the chat. Big Dick Dale, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on, Dale? Again, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. You can text that number, call that number. You can comment on YouTube. And also, guys, these don't have to be Gamecock questions. These can be whatever randomness y'all want to discuss, talk about. I mean, I, I know I don't have to tell all of you that because, I mean, those who tune in the Daily Crow, somewhat unhinged, which we like, which it's cool, which it's fun. It's fun. But I don't have to tell you all that. As, as Dale comments, right? Like, as Dale comments. As Dale co- comments here. Anyways, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the new TDC format, by the way. Three hours. Three hours. Travi says, if they don't have all the teams on the game, I think the game will take a hit. People want realistic stuff when it comes to sports games. I agree, Travi. I agree. Luke RJ says, Chris, I like the break music, but the original break music was the best that's on the podcast. Also, that 2023 Beamer Rattler hat is awesome. Thank you so much, Luke RJ. And I'll see what I can do in regards to the the countdown, the five-minute countdown. We may go back to the slides and just put music over that. I just wanted to bring music back into the countdown. Dale from East Tennessee says, Hey, Chris, can you refund me those $2 from Friday? Sorry, Dale. We got a no refund policy. No, Dale, Dale, you got a, you got cash app, Dale. You got PayPal. How about Venmo? You got any of those, Dale. John Embers says, I love it. The three hours will get me through the second half of my day. I love that. Brennan M. says, Luke RJ cares too much about the music. I hear you. So, guys, uh, I know I kind of teased it or talked about it a bit last week. But let me give you just some further insight into how, you know, we talked about we're going to change the way we produce the content. going to be much more digestible. And I can show you better than I I can tell you. You will see it today. But if you like listening to TSUS in regards to, like, the podcast side of things, you guys are in for a treat. Because the way we're going to do this thing is drop these shows. After today's show, it's not just going to be at 5 o'clock. It's not going to be one big The Daily Crow, May 15th. It's not going to be one big two-and-a-half-hour show. We're going to drop a bunch of like, I call them, you know, saying mini-episodes. I don't know if that's really the right verbiage. But it's going to be more so like 20- to 30-minute segments that we drop. The whole show will be there, but it'll be broken out. So, for example, from our number one, we'll have, you know, why it's not time to hit the panic button on South Carolina Baseball. Why I think Eli Jones should be the Gamecocks' new number one starter. Top 10 Gamecocks heading in the 2023 season. Is it still Super Regionals or Bust for Mark Kingston? You guys can see I've thought this out already. That's four separate podcasts right there. Then Mark Rogers, the voice of college football. His conversation will be totally separate. And then finally, we'll have our Q&A Power Hour probably in one segment as well. Some days we may break it out into two if we have tons of calls and questions and stuff like that. So, again, it's just going to be much easier to consume, much easier to digest, and much easier for you all. Like, if there's certain things, like, hey, maybe you don't really care to hear about Eli Jones. Maybe you don't want to hear about this certain thing. Maybe you don't like this guest, which if you don't, that's unfortunate. But, you know, it'll just be much easier to, instead of feeling like, oh, my God, there's a a two-and-a-half-hour podcast to listen to, it's six 30-minute shows which I think will be much, much easier. Or five 30-minute shows, whatever it is. So I'm excited for that, man. I'm excited for this 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 sort of this pivot, this new journey we're taking, the evolution, if you will. I'm excited for it, man. And I appreciate you all, your love and support uh, in the midst of it. Let's get back in the questions. Ethan says, Petri slowing down has been a big part of the decline as well. I know it's hard to ask a freshman to carry this team, but it has definitely affected the confidence of the lineup. Ethan, you're absolutely correct, man. You're absolutely correct, and I, really the only reason Ethan I think that I haven't harped on it more is because he is a true freshman. And you're already asking so much of a freshman, but I mean Ethan to your point, one of the big reasons this lineup suffering so much lately is because of the slump that Ethan Petrie has found himself in. You think about early in the season, the Yardcocks were getting those momentum shifting Game-changing knocks. You think back to Florida. You think back to LSU. I mean, it was happening on a nightly basis. You're not getting those anymore. I mean, I recall in the Sunday game against Arkansas, two men on, Carolina's up, one nothing, and Ethan Petrie's up. I think it was like the fourth inning. But I was sitting there just thinking to myself, you know, this is the moment where early in the season, Ethan Petrie hits a home run. And right now, it's just it's just not happening. You're just not getting that big swing. And I know it's a lot of pressure to put on a true freshman, but there's a reason you moved him to the three-hole. He's been your guy. He's been your dude. And so there's certain pieces on this ball club that you're not going to reach your max potential of what this season and what this team can be if X player doesn't perform. Ethan Petrie's become one of them. Getting him off the schneid is a huge, huge key for this ball club as we close out the regular season and head into the SEC tournament and the postseason as well. Got to get Ethan Petrie off the schneid. Got to get Ethan Petrie off the schneid. Gavin says, it seems Petrie, moves and Casss all need to be rolling to get back to dominating. You're right. I mean, you need your big guys to step up, man. No question.
1: By saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast, Indeed.com/bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump,
0: a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. 8437903377. 3, 3, 7, 7. That's 8437903377. 3, 3, Guys, Hoover next week. Hoover next week. And I will say this. I will say this. Depending on how far the Yardcocks go, We may head down there. I I, I will say I'm not going to head down there start of the week. I I would like to go. I I really would, man. I'd really like to go just because I've never been. But what I don't want to do is go down there for one day. We lose. We're done. We're cooked. And I just wasted all my time and wasted my money getting down there. And you know what I'm saying? Just like it wasn't worth the trip. So, but the plan, the hope is, you know, Friday, Saturday, we make it that far. Head down to Hoover. Go catch some baseball, and, you know, that is the hope at least. So, we'll see. We'll see if the Yardcocks have got a run in them. Of course, Hoover's been a house of horrors for kind of baseball over the years. But you never know. This season's been – it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Travi says, we hit it good, and we either hit it right to the guy. Messina got robbed on the potential homer. That was deflating. I mean, Travi, what about the freaking line drive back at the pitcher that was snagged? Double play. You had first and third, nobody out. That right there, that defined game three. I mean, it really did. Yardcocks had a chance early. Couldn't get it done. I think, unfortunately, guys, baseball is one of those games. Like, this won't be a problem with football. Football will have plenty of voicemails. Baseball is one. The first signs of trouble we start to lose. Folks, just check out, man. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. And I think it's a good idea for us to to challenge the Rowdy Roosters this weekend. But unfortunately, I would not be shocked if the crowd was less than stellar this weekend at Founders. And that would be sad. That would be sad. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from... Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. The Zaxby's Hall of Famer Robbie Davis, what's up, man? How are you? This is weird because usually, but I'm doing fantastic. By the way, this is weird because I'm
2: I'm usually by now, like around this time, I'm getting my ten thousand steps
0: in, and oh, then Robbie? I usually eat lunch or. I I was gonna say huh? you you could still be doing that, Robbie. You you could you you could walk and talk, man. It's possible. So.
2: I've done it before, but it well, it was dangerous uh um i uh, i also i think i guess from the from what you said about eli jones in the first hour okay i absolutely agree with you he has absolutely a thousand percent in my book has earned the right to start
0: on thursday i believe is whenever we play tennessee right thursday yes thursday friday saturday will be the the, the series this weekend
2: I, def- I I okay I, I I couldn't remember I had a my brain went blank last night when I was trying to think about it. Um I definitely believe that he has earned that starting position for a weekend start. And if I was the if I was our pitching coach, I would tell him flat out. This this wasn't just given to you because we're in a slump. This was given to you because, one, you have proven yourself this season and you earned this. So go out there and take care of business and let's get this dub and beat Tennessee Thursday night.
0: Yeah, it's a pivotal series this weekend, man. I mean, of course, we'll talk about it later in the week. But, I mean, it's, it's a huge week, man. It's, it's a huge week for the Yardcocks. You know, I, I know I've been probably a little bit optimistic, a little bit more optimistic than most. But, um, you know, th- th- this is a huge week. I mean, if you're, if you're going to, in my opinion, get it back going and, you know, get the momentum mm-hmm. going, circle the wagons, if you will, if you're going to do that, it starts this week. You know, you come back home, four games in your home field. Tennessee is a team yeah. that, you know, just took two or three from Kentucky, Was a good team, but we all know they've been completely different on the road, a completely different team. Yeah. So they're very beatable. They're very gettable. And you lose a home series going in the postseason. I mean, there's just there's going to be nothing to feel good about. I mean, Tennessee two and eleven on the road. You allow right. that team, and you're twenty five and four at home. Just to give you some perspective, so you allow that Tennessee to, team to come in, you lose two or three. Boy, it's going to be some really really um, anxious feelings going into the SEC tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely
2: will be, but I'm really curious. I'm really excited to see what the team looks like tomorrow night. And then, like I said, extremely excited to see how it it goes this weekend. The only person that I know of that's going to start this weekend is Eli Jones. Besides that, I don't really know.
0: I think it's safe to say Jack Mahoney will be in the weekend rotation. And I would assume Matthew Becker will also be there. So, I think we know. Mahoney's the the
2: Saturday. He's usually the Saturday guy,
0: right? Well, game two, yes. He's your game two starter, yes. But I I think it's a safe bet that that Jack Mahoney, after seven scoreless against Arkansas, will start this weekend. Yeah, he pitched very well in
2: that game it was just, we couldn't get the bats going. It's like one week we've got good pitching and good hitting. And then the next week we got good hitting and horrible pitching. I mean, it's, it's like you like to say, it's like a roller coaster up and down and it's, it's starting to get a little frustrating, but we just got to just, Keep, just keep going. Like you, the season's not quite over yet. We still got a long. We still got two more weeks for the regular season, then we get into postseason.
0: Yeah, there's and still. My brother there's
2: Chandler just texted me and. Yeah, there's still
0: uh, there's still a lot of baseball to be played for sure. What'd you, what did your brother text you? What, what did uh, what did Chandler say? Uh,
2: my brother, I, my brother asked me. I asked him I was like, if I'm able to get tickets to either to the Thursday game against Tennessee because he's probably not going to be able to go tomorrow. If I'm able to get tickets to the Thursday game against Tennessee, you want to go. And he said, the season's not over yet. I said, no, we've got this weekend. I said, we got a game tomorrow night, three games this weekend, possibly a midweek game next week, and then a three-game series to close out the season against Tennessee. And then the regular season will be over. Then we'll hit hit the conference tourney. So –
0: Yeah, just four more games in the regular season, then we get in the SEC tournament and and postseason play, man. So if you're going to get out to Founders Park, this is the week to do it. So, I mean, I, I feel confident in saying we will best. we will have more opportunities this season because of postseason. I think the Gamecocks are still going to host a regional, but uh, yeah, last chance to get to a regular for season sure. game will be this week. So, should be a fun week, man. Should be a fun week, no doubt,
2: for sure. For sure, absolutely. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get off of here and get ready to go on my walk.
0: I love it. 10,000 steps and then call it a day. I love that. Robbie, I appreciate (laughs) you, man. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. You too, man. Have a good one. Yeah, man. You be good. Take care. Great stuff from our friend Robbie Davis as he prepares for his 10,000 steps. (laughs) As he prepares for his 10,000 steps. I love it. Jeff Gulledge says, God, I pray it doesn't happen, but can you imagine if we lose out to UNC Week 1 by 17 or more points? You're right. The phone line in that last hour will be ridiculous. Madison Duncan made the point, maybe move the phone calls the first hour. You know, Madison, I really like this format. I I I like being able to go ahead, say, here, here's why I like it too, Madison. I like doing it in the first hour because, It allows the callers, folks with questions like yourself, to hear all of the information, react to the information, and have questions immediately on the information, like immediate feedback. So that's why I like it. And also, too, I like to go ahead and get after it and uh, get it out in that first hour. And then, you know, hour number three, we kind of almost kick back and let you guys take over the show as a traditional TDC has operated. So... Yeah, John, number one more. Regular season week. One more. And I see Dale, apparently, he was put to sleep. Dale put to sleep by the, uh... (laughs) By the call. Travi says, we are going to the postseason, and guess what? The season's now 0-0, new season. Travi, a great point you make. And and that was the point I made about the panic button and why it's, I, I just think it's silly to do it. I mean, guys, whether we won 50 games this season or we won 30, like, whether we were the number one overall national seed or the very last team to get in, the expectations and the goal in the postseason was the exact same. It is the exact same. Omaha's the goal and the expectation no matter what. It is. And you think about it, like, if you wave the white flag and you throw in the towel every time you lose a series or every time something goes awry, like this, this sequence, this sequence, remember the weekend will show you why it's just silly to overreact in the game of baseball. Look at this last weekend, for example. South Carolina loses game one to Arkansas, folks on social media. Season's over. Throw in the towel, fire Kingston, fire everyone. 24 hours later, Carolina takes game two. Are we back? Are the Yardcocks back? Carolina baseball's back. Dare I say we're back? Less than 24 hours later, game Cox lose game three. We're terrible. Throw in the towel, fire Kingston. Fire, everybody! This team's frauds! You look so ridiculous. Take a step back from the ledge. Ole Miss, who went, what, 13-17 and 17 last year in SEC play. They were the last team in last year. And they won the national championship. I wonder how many times their fan base almost jumped off the ledge last year. It was probably a mess because every fan base does what I just mentioned from this previous weekend. Every fan base does it. How many times do you think their fan base jumped off the ledge or was about to jump off the ledge? And they won the national championship. I know that's a one-off scenario, but it just goes to show, guys, that you never know so what, is the, what good is there in hitting the panic button right now? What do you accomplish out of that? What do you get out of that? What is the point of it? So whether you won 50 games and you won the SEC tournament or you won 32 games, two and Q and Hoover, you get to the postseason to Travis Point. You're 0-0. That's what matters. Like, what you do in the postseason, that's what matters. They could have won 50 games this year in the regular season, could have won the SEC. Had this team lost in the regionals, fire Kingston. And on the flip side, this team could have snuck in with 30 wins, 12 and 18, or a 13 and 17 SEC record. And if they went to Omaha, extend Kingston. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's all about the postseason, man. That's what you're judged on at South Carolina. That's what you're judged on. Bottom line. And if you can get to 40 wins this week, which you can, sitting at 37-14, and you can. If you can get to 40 wins, I'll say you had a really, really good season. Maybe great's too strong because, you know, Way you started, the way you finished, the way you finished has left a lot to be desired. But guys, you get to 40 wins, especially if you can take a couple in Hoover. You had a great year, in my opinion. A really, really good year. I'll say that. I'll say that. Travis says, We are making the postseason. Let's just see where the chips fall. Again, I'm not saying don't be frustrated. I'm not saying don't be frustrated, but throwing in the towel, again, to the point I made, like we saw it this weekend. Fire everyone. Oh, everybody's great again. We're back. Kiana baseball's back. Oh, never mind. Fire everyone. Like, come on, dude. And it's the typical slapdicks on social media. I mean, Bruin Nation sees I mean, them. Twitter was a mess. Twitter was a mess. <laughs> Twitter was a mess. And it'll be those same slapdicks that if Carolina goes to Omaha, I knew it all along. I was there from the jump. I knew it. I just knew we were cold. And once we got back going, Kingston's the best. Oh man! But you know what? I hope that's the I hope that's the case. As long as we're in Omaha, I don't give a damn. You know, not neither does any of us. Nobody should care. Lynn Turner makes a great point here. We won't be the last team to get in for the postseason, and Old Miss has proved that even the last team can win it all. It's a great point, Lynn. Here's the funny thing, Lim. A lot of times, it's a team like South Carolina that wins the whole damn thing. If the Gamecocks, here's the thing, Lynn, and everybody else. If the Gamecocks, and it has to start this week in my opinion, it has to start this weekend at minimum, but if they can get back, if, they, if this right here can be the start of the upswing, and let's just say what, the peak of the upswing is what we saw Florida weekend, right? What we saw Florida week. Would you would you guys agree? Or game one against LSU, that's the peak. If we can, we've done like this. We've started out, ascended, got to the peak. Here we come back down. Right now we're down here. We came down here. If this can now be the inflection point where we begin to ascend again, and we're getting a little bit better. Hey, we have a three and one week at minimum, four and zero. Oh. Starting to get a little bit better, a little bit better. Going into the tournament, SEC tournament. Ain't got to win the whole thing. Win, win a game or two. Whatever. Get a little bit better, a little bit better. And then we start to hit our stride again in the regionals, and we start to get back closer to our peak. Guys, that's the best possible position you could be in. Now, it's got to work out that way. And there's no guarantee it will. But I'm just saying, I'm just making the point that that happens in baseball. There's teams that do that. That happens. We see it all the time in MLB. It's the team that gets hot. The question, again, as I mentioned last week, will South Carolina have that upswing? Is that upswing going to be there? That's the question. If it's there, if the Gamecocks get back to playing the way they were, I'll take them to win it all. I don't think there's a team in college baseball that'll beat them. We'll continue with the questions. <laughs> Octavian Cador having fun with us, thirty-eight to six. I hear you, man. John Edwards says, "Wouldn't shock me to see Florida have a very bad year." Yeah, Billy Napier is on the hot seat. There was no question about that. Billy Napier on the hot seat. Again, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We'd love to hear your feedback on everything, uh, how you guys like this new format of the Daily Crow. Three hours. Three hours of TDC. Three hours of TDC. Billy already on the hot. Oh, yeah. Dude, Sunbelt Billy is definitely on the hot. Are you kidding me? Bro, if they go six and six or worse, if they go worse than six or six, he may not be back. Who knows? Lynn Turner says, there's no shame in losing the Tennessee softball in a close game. They're a softball blue blood. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Brendan M. (laughs) Brendan M. in the Big Cock Club Discord says, imagine losing to Jason Brown. (laughs) That's, Brandon, that genuinely makes me laugh. That's funny. <clears throat> That's actually really funny. That's actually really, really funny. Mm. <laughs> he said, imagine. Imagine. You know, to the point of, to the point of Mark Rogers, I mean, you, you see this, this, this headline from Dogs HQ, Georgia commit Ryan Paglisi was blunt when asked if Dylan Riola's commitment gave him any pause. Quote, nothing changes. So they got a four-star quarterback. He's unfazed by Riola committing. Like, people just want to be a part of Georgia, man. These guys, they all, none of them want to leave. None of them want to leave. They all want to go to Georgia. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. It's crazy. Uh, guys, you'll notice I retweeted Mark Ryan's tweet about expectations. One of the reasons I retweeted is because I made that graphic for Mark. I made that graphic for Mark. And I think he's, I mean, dude, listen, I, I think I don't care how you feel about how you feel about Mark Ryan? I think he's spot on for the 2023 season and you know goals and expectations, if you will. And you know he's got his 2023 expectations: the goal to be nine and three, second in the East; success eight and four, third in the East; disappointing seven and five, and a failure six and six. I mean, I, I don't think any Gamecock fans would disagree with that. I don't think anybody would. Um, officially sports says, do you think we'll get the Notre Dame running back? Right now, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like LSU is the favorite. I think he probably goes to LSU. I I don't know though. I mean, I'm just, dude, I'm spitballing. I'm guessing. I'm totally guessing. So I'm totally guessing. Uh, let's see. Ruination thought it looked like one of your graphics. Yeah. So Mark, Mark actually hit me up asked him or asked me to make him those graphics I actually did one for Clem sucks also just helping mark it didn't take me too long but uh yeah yeah that is that but I didn't you know I didn't feel the need to throw my logo on it I mean I just I made it for mark I mean I, I don't you know whatever it is what it is but uh yeah I think it's an interesting talking point either way So this happened today, two fifteen. It's just this just came out. Brett McMurphy tweeted: Clemson, FSU, Miami, North Carolina, NC State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech are the magnificent seven ACC schools. Sources have told Action Network these schools. Ross Dellinger reported have met in past several months with lawyers examining grant of rights to determine just how unbreakable it is. Their ACC deal runs through 2036. Wow. Okay, then. Hmm. Interesting. I love we got Gamecock and Gator fans going back and forth in the comments. Love that. No, Brennan, it's okay. He says he could have gave you credit. I, I, Brennan, I didn't expect it. I didn't need it. it that I gave Brennan, I, I gave Mark that graphic under the understanding that he was just going to use it for him. I, I'm not, I'm good. I mean, it's, it's literally for Mark's use. I, I don't need, I don't need the credit for it. Hell, I even tried to put the fan upstate graphic on it. He didn't want it on there. So, dude, I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter to me, man. It's all good. It's all good. So, It's all good. No biggie. No biggie at all. So eight four
1: three
0: seven nine zero three three seven seven. That's 843 790 I don't know. I, I feel like I should bring you all on this journey. <laughs> As we close out the show here just about five minutes to go. As you all know, I've never been to Hoover. Never been to the SEC tournament. I've also never been to SEC Media Days. And I've never been to Nashville, which is where SEC Media Days is located. <clears throat> And guys, I obviously don't put myself in a box of you know I I I I hesitate greatly to call myself media. Like I I just think that puts me in a box I don't want to be in. I'm a content creator. That's I, I'm many things, right? I, I I have there's many different channels. There's many different things that uh, that we do that we hit on. And we we do merchandise. We do events. We're all over the place, right? I'm not just like we're media. You see what I'm saying? And so. I know events like getting credentials to the SEC tournament, getting credentials to media days, that's reserved for media boys. But you would think the heights that TSUS has reached, the reach, the overall reach that we have, I mean, why would TSUS not? Why would TSUS not get credentials for those events? So, I'm going to bring you all on this journey. Because I don't care. I I don't have the ego of if they say no, guys, who gives a damn? We're going to cover it either way. We're going to cover it either way. I'm going to cover the heck out of it either way. We're going to stream it, do different things, like, whatever. But I'm going to bring you all on this journey. I just applied over the break for credentials to the SEC tournament in Hoover next week. If we get them, we get them. We don't, whatever. What's funny about these credentials is, like, the rules feel like they're just completely made up. Like, the rules don't make any sense, you know? I mean, I was told that when Shane Beamer was hired, I was told by Steve Fink himself, hey, you got to be this, this, and this. And, you know, only only credentialed media members can interview our coach. And then you see Shane Beamer going on who knows what YouTube page. And my guy Jake Crane talks to me and he said, Shit, I'm not credentialed by South Carolina. So, I mean, it ain't, dude. It's it's fine. I know that, I know for a fact that I'm on South Carolina football's blacklist. That's totally fine. But I hope Steve Fink didn't put me on the SEC blacklist. I mean, my God. I just want to go and check it out. I don't even care about asking a question. I don't even want to ask a question. I, I, I'm totally cool with it. I'd just like to see... SEC media days. I think that would be cool. Bro, can you imagine us getting a table and going live TDC from SEC media days? That'd be crazy. Again, I can make content much more effectively from the studio anyways. But, and I love how nobody, the the the, the comments are a madhouse with going after this Gator, Gator guy. I love it. It's funny. But anyways, I'll keep you guys updated. Because if they say no, it doesn't bother me, man. I got no ego in it. I've been declined many times. Uh, I mean, I'll never, I'll never, listen, I'll never apply for credentials with South Carolina ever again. Number one, I don't I don't even want them. Like, I, I would not be welcome in that room. I wouldn't. Let's just call it for what it is. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of, I've got relationships. And I, I know there's some people that cover the Gamecocks that like me. There's a lot of guys, though, the big J Journos in the Gamecock space that cover the Gamecocks that are not a fan of mine. And I would not be welcome in that room. I know Steve Fink's not a fan of mine. Some of the traditional newspaper guys, some guys over at Gamecock Central. Hell, I'd assume the big Spur. Hell, John Whittle's had me blocked for six years. Uh, so that's not really a room I'd want to be in. And also, guys, I'm not media. I don't want to be in the press box during a game. I want to be... In the studio cutting up content, or in the stadium rocking the colors. Like I, I, I don't fit into the box of traditional media, but like the SEC man, like, and I'm happy for him. But like the guys over at that, that SEC podcast, like they're going, I, like, come on now, like why not? What, <laughs> what, 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 what box does TSUS not check? What box do we not check? You know what I mean? And Brendan says. Brendan says Chris Phillips is the kind of person to get credentials and not go. Well, Brendan, you know what I'll do if I get credentials and I can't go, I'll give you the tickets to Hoover, my guy. You can go. How about it? <laughs> no, nah, I mean I, I listen. I I get I get the credentials. We're 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 going to Hoover. Bottom line, we're going to Hoover. So I don't know, man. It's just kind of a funny thing. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys updated, but. Uh, I'm not banking on it. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not banking on it in the slightest. Guys, I think the first I, fr- I think the first 3 hour TDC was a massive success. I don't know about you all. This was a blast though. Had a ton of fun. We'll continue to do this. The format will be the same each and every single day. And I hope that the calls pick up. I I know that 2 to 3 is a different time slot for folks, but again, guys, I can't I can't say it enough. I can't urge you enough. If you can't call in the 2 to 3 slot, call whenever you want. The phone line the hotline is always here. Leave us your questions, your comments, your calls. You can call into that number and leave us a voicemail. That line is always there. You can call into it. Give me your thoughts, and we'll play it on the show in the 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock hour. Guys, hey, appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. I see you, Chase Floyd, Travi. See Blood, everybody, the Big Cot Club Discord. Appreciate it. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you all.